Here We Are, the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Project, in collaboration with Autumn Voices, funded by Creative Scotland and a grant from the Hope Scott Trust Fund. Episode 2 Grandfather's Biscuit Tin. I asked for volunteers from the Pathhead Choir who were aged 60 and over to be part of the Pathhead Choir songwriting group for the Here We Are project. And eight people signed up for this. I asked them what had interested them in the project. So for me, I guess, um, having come through some challenging health issues, it just made me consider my fragility. And I was looking forward to engaging with something positive and creative that would bring balance back into life. And the project seemed to fit that exactly. Yep. So I, I started coming to the choir just in the autumn of 2021. And I think it was late in that term you were sort of exploring this um and so I, I just messaged you to say that I was interested um I said that I turned 60 this year I know I I would love to age creatively I love the rhyming and chiming of words and I write poetry so I'm a great advocate of new challenges to keep life stimulating invigorating and fresh so becoming involved in Sophie's proposed music and choir project would definitely see me enter into areas I've little experience in that I expect will be happy, sociable and productive. And I hope that I will either have some flair in naturally in that area or um, I find enough time and enthusiasm to contribute usefully to the group. I think, you know, like everybody, it's a, you know, the whole idea was was a challenge. Um it's and it's nice to to face new challenges um and that certainly came out in the focus group didn't it you know um but um also that um it's a way of extending one's social network you know we go to choir but it's nice to f- have other ways of actually get excuse me, getting to know people yeah um mixing with a few folks getting to chat a bit um getting to know them um doing something new well, I can I can remember feeling excited about it and thinking that although I would be a bit afraid of it all, I really wanted to do it because it was just such an amazing opportunity, you know. I just thought, oh, that sounds really interesting, actually. Um, the, the use of words and trying to play about with them and things like that. I thought, I wonder if this is something I could do. And I think you'd made it clear at the time that we were really just wordsmiths and that we didn't have to worry about the music. So that in itself took a bit of pressure. Um, so, yeah, nothing ventured, nothing gained, something new. And um, I was really quite keen to get involved in it. Tom Line, who's one of the arrangers of the Here We Are Songwriting Project joined me for the last few of the songwriting workshops that we did during the project. Here's a few of his thoughts on what he experienced there. By taking people out of their normal environment and putting them into a workshop like that, it allows them, it sort of gives them access to parts of their vocabulary or their stories that they probably don't normally get to talk about very much. 
certainly felt like the hive of industry. You know, there was everybody had staked out the, their corners and their groups and um, were sort of madly writing away. I think you just recently set them some very specific tasks of yeah. kind of refining lyrics. Uh, and they'd heard some of your m- melodic ideas at that point. So they started, they were getting that idea that, okay, it's not just prose. We don't, we can't just stream of conscious, right? It has to, now we have to fit notes and words together. Uh, and there was a, there was a distinct sort of terror is the wrong word, but they were certainly going, ah, uh, this is a bit of a challenge. <laughs> so, um, and that was a great stage to walk into. I was really pleased to see how deep and how uh, faithful everybody was being to the project. You know, they were really, everybody that I talked to there, and they're all very different people as well, um, were completely embedded in the project. And they were like, no, this is, of course, this is serious work. (laughs) You know, they were invested very well. I, I, I was really impressed with that. I think most of us were quite nervous, uh, to, you know, to start off with, but um, I, you know, really got into it. Um, and I mean, I remember sort of going home that first night, and I could hardly sleep, um, and, I, and it was just everything. It was just so stimulating, and everything kind of going through my head. Um, I mean, in the best possible way. But and then coming back the next week, and I think a few other people had been the had been the same. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was great right from the right from the very beginning. I'm Andrew Lorraine Smith. I'm uh, an organic farmer. Been farming organic for the last twenty three years. Um, we used to have a dairy, we now are beef and sheep and a little arable. But uh, I am gradually retiring and handing over the running of my farm to my daughter, or possibly my two elder daughters. I've written quite a a lot of humorous poems um, on a not necessarily humorous, but light-hearted poems, um, but always about an event or or something very tangible. But I've never attempted to write anything about intangible kind of things, emotions, or um, plenty of emotion in the song, in the poems that I wrote, write, but that's about somebody or something. Yeah. But in a song, it's often about something which is a thought or or an emotion or or a feeling. Yeah. And uh, I thought it it would be fun um, to do that or interesting perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't realise how much fun it was going to be yeah. or uh, 
how exhilarating it would be mm. uh, uh, and how that um, joy and exhilaration would build throughout the whole uh, process yeah. from stumbling through a few words to learning a little more about the difference between poems and, and songs and performing them when they had been produced yeah. and seeing the difference that music made to them yes. and the arrangers yeah. uh, changing them to something which was really quite different, yeah. but you could see where it had stemmed from. Yeah. But the whole process became um, increasingly uh, uplifting throughout the whole uh, period. So when, when we started in the songwriting group and I was giving you all those exercises, how, what was your experience of that first part of the being in the songwriting group? The exercises that you, that, that you gave us to do were, were um, very interesting for me. I mean, it, it, uh, I learned quite a lot from those exercises. Yeah because I gradually became aware how far away I was from writing a song, how easy I found it to write poems, yeah, yeah. but I became much more conscious of the difference. Yes, the songwriting group, I think we really lucked out with the, the dynamics that went on in that group. I, uh, that was one of the um, um, very striking things to me was how we we all immediately gelled mm, together yeah, yeah. and gained from each other's yeah. input all the time. Yeah, you know, but really what, from the first week, ah, wasn't it? Ah. it? Really, it really did. So the exercises, everybody became more and more fluent. I felt with the exercises, and then there was that quite strong moment when I started asking everyone to start shaping some of the the ideas and the themes into into more into song form. I found it very difficult to grasp. Yeah. <laughs> as you were perhaps aware with my constant reproducing things <laughs> <laughs> which weren't quite there yet your song Calgary Bay yeah. was quite an eye opener to me because I could never see myself writing like that or, or about that mm. it just doesn't it doesn't come to me in a form or those emotions when I would be in a place that I love or, or enjoy doesn't come to me as the kind of emotion that I could put into words, that I could explain it to others, I mm. suppose. Although, well, it's interesting you say that because you, you did become known as the farmer bard during the writing <laughs> group, didn't you? And actually, I mean, you... Several of the songs were very predominantly written by you. And, I mean, you know, Feather was... I mean, Shirley talks about it. You know, she, you absolutely dissolved. She was she dissolved when she heard... I know, and it, it, that was hugely gratifying yeah. to um, 
see others pick up yeah, yeah. little bits of what I did yeah. and, and make them into a song. Yeah. That was very gratifying. But I feel I was flattering myself to say I was more than lighting the Dutch paper, <laughs> you know, mm. that, that um, I, I was inspiring thought, perhaps. Absolutely. But I wasn't, um, I wasn't inspiring a song. <laughs> When I was asked what my favourite item was, I answered immediately, a biscuit tin, whereupon I was instructed to write a song about a biscuit tin, not something which is conducive to immediate success, as the following words written halfway through perhaps suggest. I formed the view in later life that writing songs is not for me. My rhymes don't work, despite the strife, and music's just a mystery. I did my bit and wrote a song, the effort left me reeling, and all I got was, that's too long, do it again and get some feeling. <laughs> Please forgive my morning rant, I've prattled on too long. I need to sit and concentrate to write this blessed song. Now I've said blessed, but I should point out other words were available. <laughs> Eventually, with much coaching, cajoling, and a fair bit of metaphor, we had something that could be put to music. This is the musing of an old man who has learned to sit there and watch. It would of course be nothing without Sophie's gentle music, Gina's beautiful voice, and Dave Milligan's inspirational piano playing. Well, I found, I, I found myself hugely um, exhilarated, I'm using that word too much, but um, stimulated by the others. Yes, yeah. Uh, not just hearing what they said, but their reaction to what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, encouraged me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I found sometimes I came home from... Um, from our sessions, yeah. and had a poem written before I went to bed. Yeah, no, you were very, uh -huh. very prolific. During the course of the songwriting phase, uh, I in asked you to f focus in on one of the themes that had come up, which was your granddad's biscuit tin. So there was, I, I gently or may, may not have felt so. <laughs> 
Cajoling <laughs> was the... Cajoling, that's right. So talk, talk, talk a little bit about that process of writing Grandad's Biscuit Tin, how it felt. To be honest, I couldn't see the end product. Mm. Um, I was trying to, quite hard to uh, accept what you were saying and to understand what you were saying and relate it to what I was writing mm. but it took quite a few mm. attempts to get something which you then really changed yourself yeah. into well, something I mean it was amazing I thought your persistence was amazing I have to say because I did keep because I think I could see the the poignancy and the depth of emotion in it in the whole the whole subject mm. and that's I suppose what I, once I latched onto that, I was trying to get you to see that, and I think as time went on, that that happened. I felt. I mean, I think the song's very, very moving. Well, um, my simple line about this would be nothing other than your music and and uh, Gina's singing yeah. and, and um, Dave's playing. Um, it was very true in my head that um, something which I didn't think very much about or much of, I didn't rate it compared to some of the other ones that had come up, um, uh, became something that was really quite nice, yeah, you know. absolutely. Well, it is that beautiful word. We talked about prosody in the songwriting group, that uh, you know, the matching of lyric to the emotion of song and mm -hmm. of music mm -hmm. and, and vice versa and I, and yes I think I think I was pleased with some of the melodic lines that I wrote to go because I felt they had a depth but I'd quite early on in the process felt the potential depth from what from the you know the, the overall idea you were giving and I suppose mm. that's because I look at things as a songwriter. Yes, so, you know, I'm yes, looking yes, for that depth. Yes, yes. And I, I saw that very early on, which is why I kept pushing you <laughs> to do it. Well, you saw a depth that I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but I, think, I think we got there, though, which is, which is lovely. Uh -huh. And people liked it. A absolutely. It's beautiful. It's uh -huh. beautiful. And, I mean, Gina, you know, Gina spoke in our interview saying, I, I never imagined in my life I would be singing about a biscuit tin. <laughs> and feeling moved. <laughs> <laughs> This episode features the song Grandad's Biscuit Tin with lyrics by Andrew Lorraine Smith and the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Group.
Music by Sophie Bancroft. Performed by Gina Ray and Dave Milligan. You can read more about the project at autumnvoices.co.uk forward slash projects. To find out more about the work I do, you can visit www.sophiebancroft.co.uk. Thank you.